SB 11.5.33. Text 33. Text. Diam Sadapiribhavagnanabhistadahum terfaspidam sivavirinsi nudam siraniam rotiardi ham pranatapalahum gazdhipanam vandmatapirusatekiranaravindam. Word for word meanings. Diam, fit to be meditated upon, sada, always, piribhava, the insults of material existence, nam, which destroy, and hista, the true desire of the soul, dahum, which amply reward, tertha, of all the holy places and great saintly personalities, aspidam, the abode, sivavirinsi. By the greatest of demigods, Lord Shiva and Brahma, Nudam, which are bowed down to, Saraniam, most worthy of taking shelter of, Brataya, of your servants, Ardiham, which relieve the distress, Pranadapala, O protector of all who simply offer respects to you, Bhavaandhi, of the ocean of birth and death, Padam, which are a suitable boat, for crossing, Vand, I offer my homage. Mahapurusa, O Lord Mahaprabhu, te, to your, Purana Aravindam, Lotus Feet. Translation. My dear Lord, you are the Matapurusa, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and I worship your lotus feet, which are the only eternal object of meditation. Those feet destroy the embarrassing conditions of material life and freely award the greatest desire of the soul, the attainment of pure love of Godhead. My dear Lord, your lotus feet are the shelter of all holy places and of all saintly authorities in the line of devotional service and are honored by powerful demigods like Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma. My Lord, you are so kind that you willingly protect all those who simply bow down to you with respect, and thus you mercifully relieve all the distress of your servants. In conclusion, my Lord, your lotus feet are actually the suitable boat for crossing over the ocean of birth and death, and therefore even Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva seek shelter at your lotus feet. PURPORT The incarnation of the Personality of Godhead in Kali Yuga is described and worshipped in this verse. The sage Pirabhajana, after describing the incarnation of Godhead in each of the three previous Yugas Satya, Trita and Dvapara, presented suitable prayers which are utilized for glorifying the Lord in each particular age. After describing the Lord's manifestation in Kali Yuga with the verse Krishnavarnam Visakrasnam left square bracket SB 11.5.32 right square bracket, this and the next verse are now presented to glorify the Lord's appearance in Kali Yuga as Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, Krishnavarnam. Ketanaya Mahaprabhu appears in Kali Yuga and teaches everyone to chant the holy name of Krishna. The members of the Iskan movement are so much absorbed in Krishnavarnam, or chanting the holy names of Krishna, that sometimes ordinary persons refer to them as the Krishnas. Thus whoever comes into contact with Ketanaya Mahaprabhu's movement immediately begins to worship Krishna by chanting his holy name. The words Dhyam Sada, or always to be meditated upon, indicate that there are no hard and fast rules in this age for chanting the holy names of Krishna. In Kali Yuga the authorized process of meditation is to chant the holy names of the Lord, especially the mantra Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare slash Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. This process is to be executed constantly and always, Sada. Similarly, Ketanaya Mahaprabhu stated, Namnam Akaribahadvanijasarva Saktis In Kali Yuga, the Supreme Lord has kindly invested all of his potencies in his holy name, and there are no hard and fast rules for chanting such names. The mention of such rules refers to Kaladisanyayama, or regulations of time and place. Normally there are strict regulations governing the time, season, place, conditions, etc., under which one may execute a particular Vedic ceremony or chant a particular mantra. However, one should chant the holy name of Krishna everywhere and at all times, 24 hours a day. Thus there is no restriction in terms of time and place. This is the meaning of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu's statement. The word Piribhavagnam is significant in this verse. In Kali Yuga human society is infected with enviousness. There is great envy, even among members of the same family, who constantly quarrel in this age. Similarly, neighbors are envious of each other and of each other's possessions and status. And entire nations, burning with envy, go to war unnecessarily at the risk of genocide caused by terrible modern weapons. But all of these harassments caused by family members, strangers, so-called friends who are unfaithful, opposing nations, financial competition, social disgrace, cancer, etc., 
can be relieved by taking shelter of the lotus feet of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. It is not possible to save the material body, but one who takes shelter of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu loosens the hard knot of the heart that psychologically binds him to the hallucination of identifying with the external body or the subtle material mind. Once this false identification is broken, one can be blissful in any adverse material condition. Those who foolishly try to make the temporary body eternal are wasting their time and neglecting the actual process for making life permanent, which is to take shelter of the lotus feet of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, who is Krishna himself. In this verse the word Tathaspada means that the lotus feet of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu are the shelter of all holy places. As the Krishna consciousness movement spreads all over the world, we often find, especially in poor third world countries, that it is very difficult for people to travel to India to visit the most exalted holy places such as Vrindavana and Mayapur. Especially in South America it is very difficult for a large number of devotees to visit such places in India and purify themselves. But Ketanaya Mahaprabhu is so merciful that simply by worshipping him, Vaisnavas throughout the world receive the benefit of having visited the supreme holy place, namely the lotus feet of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. Thus there is no loss for the followers of the Krishna consciousness movement, despite their external situation. In this regard, Srila Visvanatha Kakravarti Fakura has stated, in this age the world is so polluted by sinful life that it is very difficult to become free from all of the symptoms of Kali Yuga. Still, one who is faithfully serving in the missionary work of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu need not fear occasional, unavoidable symptoms of Kali Yuga. The followers of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu strictly follow the four regulative principles of no illicit sex, no intoxication, no meat-eating and no gambling. They try to always chant Hare Krishna and engage in the service of the Lord. However, it may happen that by accident an occasional symptom of Kali Yuga such as envy, anger, lust, greed, etc. may momentarily appear in the life of a devotee. But if such a devotee is actually surrendered at the lotus feet of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, by his mercy such an unwanted symptom, or an artha, will quickly disappear. Therefore, a sincere follower of the Lord should never be discouraged in the execution of his prescribed duty but should be confident that he will be protected by Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. It is also mentioned in this verse, Sivavirinsi Nudam. Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma are undoubtedly the two most powerful personalities within this universe. Still, they meticulously worship the lotus feet of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. Why? Saranayam. Even Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma are not safe without the shelter of the lotus feet of the Lord. The words Bratayardi Hampranatapala indicate that, if one simply bows down without duplicity at the lotus feet of the Lord, Pranata, then the Lord will give such a sincere candidate all protection. This verse does not mention that one need be an exalted devotee of the Lord. Rather, it is stated that, if one simply bows down at the Lord's lotus feet he will get all protection, and this also applies to anyone who is trying to serve the mission of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. Even the neophyte will get all protection by the mercy of the Lord. In regard to the words Navadhvipanam, or a suitable boat for crossing the ocean of material existence, there is the following statement by Lord Brahma and other demigods in the Srimad Bhagavatam, that Padapatina Matakratina Kravanti go that Sapadam Navadhim. By accepting your lotus feet, as the boat by which to cross the ocean of nations, one follows in the footsteps of the Mahajanas and can cross that ocean as easily as one steps over the hoof print of a calf. According to Srila Rupa Gosvami, a follower of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu is Jivan Mukta, or a liberated soul. Thus the devotee is not worried about his future destination, for he is confident that the Lord will quickly take him across the ocean of material existence. Such confidence is referred to in the Apatasamrata by the word Nisqayat, meaning firm conviction about the potency of the process of devotional service. According to Srila Visvanatha Kakravarti Thakura, the statement Sivavirinsi Nudam is also understood to indicate that Ketanaya Mahaprabhu is worshipped by Lord Siva's incarnation Advaita Aparaya and by Lord Brahma's incarnation Hiridasa Thakura. Ketanaya Mahaprabhu is addressed in this verse as Matapurusa, meaning Purasadama, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. 
Similarly, there is reference to Mahaprabhu in the Svetasvetara Upanishad, 3.12, Matan Prabhur Vapirusahasatvasayasapravardhaka, the Supreme Prabhu is the Personality of Godhead, who is the initiator of the entire cosmos. Similarly, Lord Sri Garakrasna is addressed by the word Mahapirusa in this verse, and the whole intention of this verse is to offer obeisances at his lotus feet. Such lotus feet are the actual eternal object of meditation, because they cut off the bondage of material life and fulfill the desires of the devotees. Although the conditioned souls laboring arduously under illusion pursue many temporary goals in life, there is no possibility of their achieving actual bliss or knowledge. Such eternal bliss and knowledge is actually wealth. One should not neglect the lotus feet of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, taking him to be an ordinary person, and instead accept the temporary, useless shelter offered by the illusory energy of the Lord. Those yogis who falsely select some other object of meditation besides the lotus feet of the Lord are simply creating obstructions to their own eternal life. When the meditator, the meditation and the object of meditation are all on the eternal platform of the Lord, then actual shelter has been achieved. Generally the conditioned souls are engaged in bogatayaga. Sometimes they run madly after material prestige and sense gratification, and sometimes they desperately try to renounce these things. However, beyond this vicious cycle of alternating sense gratification and renunciation are the lotus feet of the Lord, which constitute the ultimate abode of peace and happiness for the living entity. The following are additional notes on this verse given by Srila Bhaktis and Hantasirasvati Thakura. Dhyam, the object indicated by the word Dhimahi in the Gayatri Mantra. Tarthaspadam, the original shelter of holy places headed by Sri Gaudaksatra and Vrajamandala or the original shelter, namely the lotus feet of the Lord, of the great devotees of the Brahmasampradaya following in the succession of faithful hearing. The succession of faithful hearing begins with Srimad Ananda Tirtha, Madhavakaraya, and is continued by the Rupanuga Madhavagavatas, the highly elevated followers of Rupadasvami and Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. Sivavirinsi Nudam, he who is worshipped by the incarnation of Lord Shiva, Srimad Advaita Prabhu, and by the incarnation of Lord Virinsi, Srimanakariya Hiridasa Prabhu. Bratayardi Ham, he who destroyed by his causeless mercy the misery of his own servant, the Brahmana Vasudeva, who was afflicted with leprosy in Ketanayalila. Bhavadhipadam, the means of crossing over the ocean of Samsara or the shelter of those who are freeing themselves from material existence, which afflicts the living entity in the form of hankering for liberation or material enjoyment. Such persons who took advantage of this transcendental boat of the Lord's lotus feet are Sarvabhama Bhattakariya, who was saved from Bhakti Kama, or desire for liberation, and Prataparadra Maharaja, who was saved from Bhakti Kama, or the desire for material opulence. SB 11.5.34. Text 34. Text. Tyakt Vasudas Diagis Urepsitarajaya Laxmandarmistha Ariyavakasa Yad Agad Iraniya Mayam Ragam Dayatayapsitaman Vetavad Vandmatapurusa Tekiranaravindam. Word for word meanings. Tyaktva, abandoning, Sudastyaja, most difficult to give up, Suraipsita, anxiously desired by the demigods, Rajaya Laxmim, the goddess of fortune and her opulence, Dharmistha, most perfectly fixed in religiousness, Ariyavakasa according to the words of a Brahmana who had cursed him to be deprived of all the happiness of family life, yet, he who, Agat, went, Iraniam, to the forest, taking to the renounced order of life, Mayam Ragam, the conditioned soul, who is always searching out illusory enjoyment, Deyataya, out of sheer mercy, Ipsitam. His desired object, and Vedavat, running after, Vand, I offer my homage, Matapirusa, O Lord Mahaprabhu, te, to your, Kirana Aravindam. Lotus Feet. Translation. O Matapirusa, I worship your lotus feet. You gave up the association of the goddess of fortune and all her opulence, which is most difficult to renounce and is hankered after by even the great demigods. Being the most faithful follower of the path of religion, you thus left for the forest in obedience to a Brahmana's curse. Out of sheer mercifulness you chased after the fallen conditioned souls, who are always in pursuit of the false enjoyment of illusion, and at the same time engaged in searching out your own desired object, Lord Siamisundara. Purport. According to the Vaisnava Akaris, this important verse of the Srimad Bhagavatam is understood to describe Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, Lord Krishna and also Lord Sri Ramakandra. 
This verse appears within the discussion by the sage Kirabhajana of the Yugavadaras, or the different incarnations of the personality of Godhead who deliver the conditioned souls of each age. The prayers ending with the words Vandmahapirosatekaranaravindam are understood to glorify the incarnation of Lord Krishna in Kali Yuga known as Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. Ketanaya Mahaprabhu lived for 24 years in Navadvipa, as a householder and enjoyed immense popularity among both scholars and ordinary persons. His Sankirtana movement was completely supported by the local government, even though it was Muslim. And Ketanaya Mahaprabhu had the pleasure of marrying the goddess of fortune. No ordinary woman of the material world, no matter how gorgeous she may be, can in any way compare with the beautiful goddess of fortune. Everyone in the universe, including Lord Brahma, is searching after the goddess of fortune. Therefore it is stated here, Surexita. However, Ketanaya Mahaprabhu is Lord Krishna appearing as a Brahmana, and therefore he is certainly Dharmistha, or the most religious. Actually the Supreme Personality of Godhead is always Dharmistha, whether he appears as a coward boy, a great king or a Brahmana, because the Lord himself is the original source and personification of all religious principles. However, in the pastimes of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu there are very few political or economic activities. Ketanaya Mahaprabhu appeared as a great philosopher, Brahmana, and thus he is certainly Dharmistha. In Ketanaya Karatamrata, in the 17th chapter of the Adilila, it is described that a certain Brahmana, who was well known for being harsh and cursing others, could not enter the Kirtana Hall, where Ketanaya Mahaprabhu was performing Kirtana, because the door was locked. Being very agitated and breaking his Brahmana's thread, he cursed Ketanaya Mahaprabhu the next day on the bank of the gangs, saying, I shall now curse you, for your behavior has greatly aggrieved me. You shall be bereft of all material happiness. However, Ketanaya Mahaprabhu felt great jubilation within himself, since his mission was Virajaya Vidyanija Bhakti Yoga left square bracket cc. Madhya 6.254 right square bracket, to give up the illusion of material sense gratification and staunchly engage 24 hours a day in the devotional service of the Lord. Therefore, Ketanaya Mahaprabhu took this curse as a blessing, and soon after, the Lord took Sanayasa. Thus it is stated in this verse that by the words of the Aryan, the Brahmana, Aryavakasa, Ketanaya Mahaprabhu took Sanayasa, Yadhagad Iranayam and went traveling through the different forests of India on the way to Vrindavana, and later South India. Ketanaya Mahaprabhu wanted especially to preserve the prestige of the Brahmana, class, and therefore he decided to keep the Brahmana's curse intact. Srilavisvanathakakravarti Thakura has explained the word Mayam Ragam, as follows. Maya means one's so-called wife, children and bank account, which keep one firmly bound up in the material bodily concept of life. The word Ragam indicates Rajayati, or to search out. Thus, Mayam Ragam indicates the conditioned living entity, who is always frantically searching for the latest up-to-the-minute sense gratification in the material bodily concept of society, friendship and love. And Vedavit indicates that Ketanaya Mahaprabhu was always visibly going here and there, searching after the fallen conditioned souls. Ketanaya Mahaprabhu would sometimes embrace the conditioned souls on the pretext of religious friendship or ecstasy. But actually, the Lord was touching the bodies of the conditioned souls to pull them out of the ocean of material existence and hurl them into the ocean of ecstatic love of Godhead. Thus Ketanaya Mahaprabhu was the most merciful and munificent incarnation of the Lord, whose mercy surpassed the bounds of mundane discrimination in the matter of caste, color and creed. The word Deyataya can be explained, as follows. The Sanskrit word Deya means mercy. Thus, by grammatical derivation, the word used in this verse, Deyataya, indicates that because of being the most merciful, Ketanaya Mahaprabhu was busily engaged in rescuing the fallen conditioned souls, who are completely distracted and bewildered by the external illusory energy of the Lord. The quality of being the most merciful is part and parcel of the character of the Matapurusa, or the Supreme Personality of Godhead. According to Srila Jivagasvami, this verse also describes the incarnation of Lord Krishna himself in his original blackish form. Thus the words Shurakshatarajaya Laksmim indicate Shri Mathura-Sampadam, or the opulence of Mathura. Mathura is described in Vedic literature as the reservoir of all opulence because of the touch of the Lord's lotus feet in that precinct. 
but Krishna, although taking birth in the opulent city of Mathura, transferred himself to the forest village of Vrindavana. In this case the word Ariyavakasa indicates the order of Lord Krishna's original parents, Vasudeva and Devaki. In Srimad Bhagavatam 10.3.22-29, both Vasudeva and Devaki expressed their fear at the threat of Kamsa, who had already killed all of Krishna's elder brothers. The word Ariyavakasa thus indicates that with great love they requested Krishna to kindly make some arrangement to avoid Kamsa. And Krishna, to obey their order, transferred himself to the forest village of Vrindavana, Yadhagad Iraniyam. In this context, the words Mayam Ragam indicate the special, exalted relationship between Srimati Ranharani and Sri Krishna. Maya also indicates the internal potency of Krishna, Yoga Maya. The original form of Krishna's internal potency is Srimati Ranharani. Due to the inconceivable love of Srimati Ranharani, Lord Krishna becomes easily controlled by her. Thus, Mragam, or animal in this case indicates Kritam Mragam, or a toy animal. Just as a beautiful young girl may play with so many dolls or stuffed animals, similarly Lord Krishna becomes just like a doll in the hands of the most beautiful young girl, Srimati Ranharani. According to Srila Jiva Gosvami, Srimati Ranharani performed innumerable types of worship in order to bind Krishna more and more to her, because Srimati Ranharani cannot live without Krishna. Thus, due to Srimati Ranharani's Aranhana, or worship, Krishna can never leave Vrindavana. He runs here and there in Vrindavana, protecting the cows, playing with his friends and engaging in countless intrigues of love with Srimati Ranharani and the Gopis. Thus the word Anvantavat indicates Krishna's boyish activities, his running throughout the transcendental land of Vrindavana, tightly under the control of the love of Srimati Ranharani. Srila Sridharasvami has explained how this verse also describes the incarnation of Lord Sri Ramakandra. Although the Lord is completely independent and detached from everything, he becomes attached to his pure devotees due to their love for him. In the great capital of Ayodhya all of the citizens loved Ramakandra more than can be described. In this context Ariyavakasa means that by the order of his father, who was just like his guru, Ramakandra gave up everything and went to the forest. There he exhibited his great affection for Mother Siddha and chased after Mayam Ragam, or the illusory deer that had been created by the trick of Ravana. That this golden deer was especially desired by Srimati Siddhadevi is indicated by the word Dehateapsitam. All of the limbs of the Lord's transcendental body are non-different and interchangeable, as stated in Brahma Samhita, 5.32. Anmani Yasaya Sakalandriya Vrutamanti Pasayanti Panti Kalayanti Siram Giganti Anandasinmaya Sadujjvlavigrahasaya Gavindam Adi Purusam Tam Atam Bajami. All of the limbs, Anmani, of the Supreme Lord are Sakalandriya Vrutamanti. Or possessing all of the functions of all of the other limbs. Thus the two lotus feet of the Personality of Godhead are a plenary representation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and worshipping the Lord's lotus feet immediately places the worshipper in the ocean of transcendental bliss. There is no factual difference in spiritual quality between the incarnations of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, Lord Krishna and Lord Sri Ramakandra. As stated in Vedic literatures, Advaita Masayudam Anadam Anantarupam left square bracket bees. 5.33 right square bracket. Therefore there is no contradiction in the opinions of the Akaris. That this verse wonderfully glorifies three different manifestations of the one absolute truth. Ketanaya Mahaprabhu is undoubtedly the Supreme Personality of Godhead. His transcendental attributes fulfill in every sense of the term the descriptions of the absolute truth, as given in Vedic literature. In Ketanaya Karatamrata, in the third chapter of the Adilila. Krishnatasakavirija Gosvami and Srila Prabhupada have given elaborate explanations of the transcendental status of Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, which the reader can refer to for further information. Everyone should follow the example of the sage Kirabhajana and worship the lotus feet of the Mahaprabhu, the Mahapurusa, Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. One should not rot on the platform of mental speculation and whimsical interpretation but should actually revive his lost relationship with the Absolute Truth by surrendering to Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. Those who are worshipping Ketanaya Mahaprabhu are deriving wonderful spiritual results and are tasting the fruit of love of Krishna. 
Therefore, Vandmata Purusatekaranaravindam, let us humbly bow down at the lotus feet of the original personality of Godhead, Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, who is the Matapurusa glorified within Srimad Bhagavatam. Corroborating the explanation of this verse, the followers of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu also worship him in his six-armed form of Sabuja. Two arms carry the waterpot and danda of the Sanyasi Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, two arms carry the flute of Lord Krishna, and two arms carry the bow and arrow of Sri Ramakandra. This Sabuja form is the actual purport of this verse of Srimad Bhagavatam. SB 11.5.35 Text 35 Text Evam Yuganyuro Tabhayam Bhagavan Yugavar Tibhahmanajarajayat Rajan Sriyasamaisvaroharah Word for Word Meanings Evam, thus, Yugayanyarotabhyam, by particular names and forms, suitable for each age, Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Yugavartibhya, by those living in each of the different ages, Manjay. Human beings, Ijayate, is worshipped, Rajan, Oking, Sriism, of all spiritual benefit, Isvara, the controller, Hera, Lord Harry. Translation. Thus, Oking, the Supreme Lord Harry is the giver of all desirable benefits of life. Intelligent human beings worship the particular forms and names that the Lord manifests in different ages. PURPORT The word Yuganyarotabhyam is significant here. Anyarupa means suitable or appropriate. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, anxiously desires that all conditioned living entities come back home, back to Godhead, for an eternal life of bliss and knowledge. Thus, the Lord reveals himself in each of the four ages, Satya, Trita, Tvapara and Kali, in a form appropriate for worship by the human beings of that age. In his Lagubhagavatamrata, Purvakanda 1.25, Srila Rupadasvami states, The Supreme Lord Harry is described in terms of his color and names as Sukla left square bracket white, or the most pure right square bracket in Satya Yuga, and as red, dark blue and black respectively in Trita, Tvapara and Kali. Thus, although in each age various names suitable for glorifying the Lord are given, such as Hamsa and Suparna in Satya Yuga, Visnu and Yajna in Trita Yuga, and Vasudeva and Sankarsana in Dvapara Yuga, similar names are not given for Kali Yuga, although such names exist, in order to avoid disclosing cheaply the truth of the incarnation of Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. In Kali Yuga human society is infested with hypocrisy and superficiality. There is a strong tendency toward imitation and fraud in this age. Therefore the incarnation of Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu is revealed in Vedic literature in a confidential, discreet way, so that it will be known to the authorized persons who can then propagate the mission of the Lord on the earth. We actually see in this modern age that many foolish and ordinary persons claim to be God or incarnations, avatars, etc. There are many cheap philosophies and academies that promise, for a moderate fee, to make one God in a short time. In America one famous religious group promises its followers that they will all become the Supreme Lord in heaven. Such bogus preaching goes on in the name of Christianity. Thus, were Ketanaya Mahaprabhu's name widely spoken of in Vedic literature, there would soon be a veritable plague of imitation Ketanaya Mahaprabhu's infesting the world. Therefore, to prevent this pandemonium, discretion is exercised in the Vedic literatures in Kali Yuga, and in a sober, concealed way the actual followers of Vedic culture are informed through the Vedic mantras of the descent of Sri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. This discrete system, selected by the Lord himself for his appearance in Kali Yuga, is proving to be greatly successful on the earth planet. And throughout the world millions of people are chanting the holy names of Krishna without the unbearable harassment of hundreds and thousands of imitation Ketanaya Mahaprabhas. Those who seriously desire to approach the Supreme Personality of Godhead can easily understand the Lord's mission, whereas cynical materialistic rascals, puffed up by false prestige and madly considering their insignificant intelligence to be greater than the intelligence of Lord Krishna, cannot understand the beautiful arrangements made by the Lord for his graceful descent into the material world. Thus, although Krishna is Sriyasamisvara, or the Lord of all benedictions, such foolish persons turn away from the Lord's mission and in this way deprive themselves of their own true benefit in life. SB 11.5.36 Text 36 Text 
Kalim Sandhajayanti Arai Gunaj Nadhsarabajina Hatrasankardanava Sarvasvarthobalabhayat. Word for word meanings. Kalim, the age of Kali, Sandhajayanti, they praise, Arai, progressive souls, Gunaj who know the true value, of the age, Sarabajina, who are able to pick out the essence, Yatra, in which, Sankardanina, by the congregational chanting of the holy names of the Supreme Lord, Eva. Mili, Sarva, all, Svavartha, desired goals, and Hilabhayat, are attained. Translation. Those who are actually advanced in knowledge are able to appreciate the essential value of this age of Kali. Such enlightened persons worship Kali Yuga, because in this fallen age all perfection of life can easily be achieved by the performance of Sankirtana. Purport. It is stated here that among the four ages, Satya, Trita, Dvapara and Kali, Kali Yuga is actually the best, because in this age the Lord mercifully distributes the highest perfection of consciousness, namely Krishna consciousness, very freely. The word Arya has been defined by Srila Prabhupada as one who is advancing spiritually. The nature of an advanced person is to search for the essence of life. For example, the essence of the material body is not the body itself but the spirit soul that is within the body, therefore an intelligent person gives more attention to the eternal spirit soul than to the temporary body. Similarly, although Kali Yuga is considered to be an ocean of contamination, there is also an ocean of good fortune in Kali Yuga, namely the Sankirtana movement. In other words, all of the degraded qualities of this age are completely counteracted by the process of chanting the holy names of the Lord. Thus it is stated in the Vedic language. Whatever is achieved in Satya Yuga by meditation, in Trita by offering ritual sacrifices and in Dvapara by temple worship is achieved in Kali Yuga by chanting the names of Lord Kesava congregationally. The Vedic process gradually lifts the conditioned entity out of the darkness of Ahankara, or false identification with the gross material body, and brings him to the platform of self-realization, or Atom Ramasmi, I am spirit soul. I am eternal. One has to make further progress to discover that, although one is eternal, there is a superior eternal entity, who is the Lord himself within one's own heart and within every atom in the material universe. Beyond this second phase of self-realization there is the third and final stage of perfection, which is realization of Bhagavan, or the Supreme Personality of Godhead, in his own abode. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is not primarily the superintendent of this world but rather the enjoyer of his own world, which is beyond the most fantastic dreams of the conditioned living entity. In other words, although the king or president of a country is ultimately the controller of the prison department, the king or president derives actual pleasure within his own palace and not in administering justice to the foolish prisoners. Similarly, the Lord appoints the demigods to administer the material creation on his behalf, while he himself personally enjoys the ocean of transcendental bliss in his own transcendental kingdom. Thus, realization of the Lord within his own kingdom is far superior to the primitive understanding that the Lord is the creator of the prison of the material world. This realization of Bhagavan begins with understanding that there are innumerable Vakantha planets in the spiritual sky and that on each of them a particular expansion of Narayana dwells with his innumerable devotees who are attached to that particular form. The central and chief planet in the spiritual sky is called Krishna Loka, and there the personality of Godhead exhibits his supreme and original form of Govinda. As confirmed by Lord Brahma, Govindam Adi Purusam Tam Atam Bajami. Lord Brahma also states, Isvarah Paramah Krishna Saksidananda Vigraha Anadira Girgavinda Sarvakirana Karanam, Bs 5.1. Thus, love of Krishna and entrance into Krishna's planet in the spiritual sky is the most supremely perfect and exalted status of life available anywhere, at any time, throughout the totality of existence. That perfection is available in Kali Yuga simply by chanting the holy names of God, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare slash Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Therefore every sane man, woman or child should deeply understand the unprecedented opportunity offered by Ketanaya Mahaprabhu and seriously take up this chanting process. Only the most unfortunate and irrational person will neglect this transcendental opportunity. SB 11.5.37 Text 37 Text
Namayadahpiramo labho dinhinam brahmayatamaya yatovandita parabam santam nisayati samsrutah. Word for word meanings. That there is no, high, indeed, adah, than this, process of sankirtana, parabah, greater, labha, thing to be gained, dinhinam, for embodied souls, brahmayatam, who are being forced to wonder, aya, throughout this material universe, yadah, from which, vandita, one obtains, parabam, the supreme, santam, peace, nasiety, and is destroyed, samsrata. The cycle of repeated birth and death. Translation. Indeed, there is no higher possible gain for embodied souls forced to wander throughout the material world than the Supreme Lord's Sankirtana movement, by which one can attain the supreme peace and free oneself from the cycle of repeated birth and death. PURPORT In the Skanda Purana, as well as in other Puranas, there is the following statement, Matabhagavadinatayam Kalakarvanti Kurdanam. During Kaliyuga the great devotees of the Lord always engage in Kirtana, chanting the Lord's holy names. It is the nature of the Supreme Personality of Godhead to be merciful, and He is especially merciful to those who, in a helpless condition, take complete shelter of His lotus feet. One can immediately take shelter of the lotus feet of the Lord by chanting His holy names. According to Sridharasvami, even in previous ages such as Satya Yuga it was not possible for the living entities to achieve the perfection that is available in Kali Yuga. Srila Jivagasvami has explained this, as follows. In former ages such as Satya Yuga human beings were perfectly qualified and easily performed even the most difficult spiritual processes, meditating for many thousands of years practically without eating or sleeping. Thus, although in any age one who completely takes shelter of the Lord's holy name gets all perfection, the highly qualified inhabitants of Satya Yuga do not consider that merely moving the tongue and lips, chanting the Lord's holy name, is a complete process and that the Lord's holy name is the only shelter within the universe. They are more attracted to the difficult and elaborate yoga. System of meditation, complete with sophisticated sitting postures, painstaking control of the breath and deep, extended meditations in trance on the personality of Godhead within the heart. In Satya Yuga sinful life is practically unheard of, and therefore people are not afflicted with the terrible reactions seen in Kali Yuga, such as world war, famine, plague, drought, insanity, etc. Although in Satya Yuga people always worship the personality of Godhead as the ultimate goal of life and meticulously follow his laws, called Dharma, they do not feel themselves to be in a helpless condition, and thus they do not always experience intense love for the Lord. However, in Kali Yuga living conditions are so unbearable, modern governments are so obnoxious, our bodies are so ridden by physical and mental disease, and even self-preservation is so troublesome, that the conditioned souls intensely cry out the holy name of Krishna, begging for relief from the onslaught of this age. The members of the Krishna consciousness movement have vivid and unforgettable experiences of the terrible contradictions inherent in human society in this age, and thus they are firmly convinced that there is nothing to be achieved, except the mercy of the Supreme Lord. In Iskand centers throughout the world we observe wonderfully ecstatic Kirtana performances in which men, women and children from all walks of life chant with startling enthusiasm the holy names of Krishna and dance in ecstasy, becoming completely indifferent to so-called public opinion. In America a prominent professor from Oberlin College visited a Hare Krishna Center in California and was astonished by the enthusiasm with which the devotees chant the holy name of Krishna in their congregational performances. Thus, due to their helpless and pathetic condition, the living entities in Kali Yuga have great impetus to surrender fully to the holy name of Krishna, putting all of their hope and faith in the Lord's holy name. Kali Yuga is therefore the best age, because in this age, more than in Satya Yuga or other ages, the conditioned souls become disgusted with the kingdom of illusion and surrender fully to the Lord's holy name. This status of full surrender is called Parabam Santam, or Supreme Peace. Srila Madhavakariya has quoted a passage from the book called Svabhavaya to the effect that a bona fide spiritual master in disciplic succession is able to understand the mentality and capability of his disciples and engage them in worshipping the particular form of the Lord suitable for them. In this way the spiritual master destroys all obstacles in the path of his disciples. The general rule is that one must worship the particular form of the Lord that appears in the current yuga. 
one may also offer his love and worship to other forms of the Lord that appear in other ages, and specifically one is recommended to chant the holy names of Lord Narasimhadeva to get all protection. Practically all of these injunctions are being carried out within the Iskan movement. Within the Krishna Consciousness Society, men, women and children are all being engaged in worshipping the Lord according to their particular natures. In addition, according to Ketanaya Mahaprabhu's order, we are worshipping Balarama and Krishna, who appeared in Dvaparayuga, because they are the original Supreme Personality of Godhead. Similarly, by chanting the Dasavedra Stotra, Jayajagadisa Hare, and by reading Srimad Bhagavatam, the members of ICE can worship all of the plenary expansions of the Personality of Godhead. And after every Arati performance devotional prayers are duly chanted to Lord Narasimhadeva for protection of this movement, which is so essential to human society. SB 11.5.38 SB 11.5.39 SB 11.5.40 SB 11.5.38-40 Texts 38-40 Text Kratadisu Prajarajan Kalavikanti Sambhavam Kalakalubavisayanti Narayana Parayanah Kvasat Kvasin Matarajadravadisu Kaburasah Chamraparni Nadi Yatra Kratamla Payasvani Kavari Kamata Punaya Pradisi Kamata Nadi Yipabanti Jalam Tasam Manujabanal Jasvara Prayobakta Bhagavati Vasudis Malasayah Word for Word Meanings Kratadisu, of Satya and the other earlier ages, Prajah, the inhabitants, Rajan, O King, Kala, in Kali Yuga, I Kanti, they want, Sambhavam, birth, Kala, in Kali, Kalu, certainly, Bhavisayanti, there will be, Narayana Parayana, devotees who dedicate their lives to the service of Lord Narayana, Kvasat Kvasat, here and there, Mataraja, O great monarch. Dravidisu, in the provinces of South India, Ka, but, Burasa, especially plentifully, Tamraparni, named Tamraparni, Nadi, the river, Yatra, where, Kratamla, Kratamla, Payasvani, Payasvani, Kavari, Kavari, Ka, and, Matapunaya, extremely pious, Pradesi, named Pradesi, Ka, and, Matanadi, the Mahanadi, ye, those who, Pabanti, Drink, Jalam, the water, Tasam, of these, Manuja, humans, Manuja Isvara, O Lord of men, Nimi, Praya. For the most part, Bhakta, devotees, Bhagavati, of the personality of Godhead, Vasudev, Lord Vasudeva, Amla having spotless hearts. Translation. My dear King, the inhabitants of Satya Yuga and other ages eagerly desire to take birth in this age of Kali, since in this age there will be many devotees of the Supreme Lord, Narayana. These devotees will appear in various places but will be especially numerous in South India. O Master of Men, in the age of Kali those persons who drink the waters of the holy rivers of Dravidadisa, such as the Tamraparni, Kratamala, Payasvani, the extremely pious Kavari and the Pradesi Mahanadi, will almost all be pure-hearted devotees of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Vasudeva. PURPORT The Vedas contain information of past, present and future living conditions throughout the universe. This is not very wonderful. For example, although at present time in India we are experiencing spring weather, we know that in the future the torrid summer will come, followed by the rainy season, autumn and eventually winter and a new spring. Similarly, we know that these seasons have occurred repeatedly in the past. Thus, just as ordinary human beings can understand the past, present and future seasons of the earth, the liberated followers of Vedic culture can easily understand the past present and future conditions of the seasonal ages of the Earth and other planets. The inhabitants of Satya Yuga are certainly aware of the conditions of Kali Yuga. They know that in Kali Yuga the difficult material situation forces the living entity to take complete shelter of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and that the inhabitants of Kali Yuga therefore develop a high degree of love of Godhead. Therefore, although the inhabitants of Satya Yuga are far more sinless, truthful and self-controlled than the people of other ages, they desire to take birth in Kali Yuga in order to taste pure love of Krishna. Without associating with the devotees of the Lord no one can become an advanced devotee of the Lord. Therefore, since in Kali Yuga other Vedic processes collapse due to the unfavorable condition, and since the only authorized Vedic process is the devotional chanting of the Lord's holy name, which is available to everyone, there will undoubtedly be innumerable Vaisnavas, or devotees of the Lord, in this age. 
Birth in this age is very favorable for one who is eager to associate with the devotees. In fact, the Krishna Consciousness Movement is establishing authorized Vaisnava temples throughout the world, so that in innumerable areas one may avail himself of association with pure Vaisnavas. Association with the devotees of the Lord is far more valuable than any amount of association with persons who are merely self-controlled, sinless or expert in Vedic scholarship. Therefore it is stated in Srimad Bhagavatam, 6.14.5. Bhaktanam api sinvanam nirayana parayana sudar labha prasantatma kadis vapi matamun. O great sage, among many millions who are liberated and perfect in knowledge of liberation, one may be a devotee of Lord Narayana, or Krishna. Such devotees, who are fully peaceful, are extremely rare. Similarly, it is stated in Ketanaya Karatamrata, Madhya 22.54. Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha Sarva Sastra Kailava Matra Sadhu Sange Sarva Sinhiheya. The verdict of all revealed scriptures is that by even a moment's association with a pure devotee, one can attain all success. According to Srila Jiva Gosvami, the words Vasat Vasat in the verses under discussion indicate that in Kali Yuga Lord Shri Krishna Ketanaya will appear in Gaudisa, in the district of Nadia. And from this pivotal point, he will gradually expand the flood of love of Godhead to cover the entire earth. Many exalted devotees such as Sri Advaitakariya also take birth in Gaudisa. The process of chanting the holy name of Krishna, Krishna Kirtana, is not limited to Kali Yuga. In the Visnu Dharma, in relation to the story of the fallen son of Aksatriya, it is stated. Nadisanyayamis Tatranakalanyayamis Tathanakistadonisethis Kashri Haranamni Lovedvakah. There is no restriction of place or time, nor any injunction forbidding the accepting of remnants of foods, etc., when one has become greedy to chant the name of Sri Hari. Similarly, it is stated in the Skanda Purana. The Visnu Dharma and the Vaisakhama have my section of the Padma Purana, the names of the Supreme Lord who has the disc, as his weapon should be glorified always and everywhere. Similarly, the Skanda Purana states, the name of the Lord need not be chanted with regard to place, time, circumstantial conditions, preliminary self-purification or any other factors. Rather, it is completely independent of all other processes and rewards all the desires of those who eagerly chant it. Similarly, it is stated in the Visnu Dharma. For one who has Lord Govinda in his heart, Satya Yuga becomes manifest in the midst of Kali, and conversely even Satya Yuga becomes Kali Yuga for one who does not have the infallible Lord in his heart. The holy name of Krishna is potent everywhere, at all times and in all circumstances, therefore one should always chant the holy names of the Lord, either in Kali Yuga, Satya Yuga, in heaven, in hell or in Vaikuntha. Krishna's holy name is eternally non-different from him, and Krishna is eternally the supreme personality of Godhead. Thus, it is not that the holy name is powerful in this age only, because other processes are not effective. It is also stated in the Sri Visnu Purana that chanting the holy names of the Lord is far more potent than simply trying to remember the Lord through meditation. In Srimad Bhagavatam, 2.1.11, Sukadeva Gosvami has stated, O King, constant chanting of the holy name of the Lord after the ways of the great authorities is the doubtless and fearless way of success for all, including those who are free from all material desires, those who are desirous of all material enjoyment, and also those who are self-satisfied by dint of transcendental knowledge. In his commentary on this verse in the Bhagavatam, Srila Prabhupada has written, according to Sri Sukadeva Gosvami, this way of attaining success left square bracket chanting the holy name right square bracket is an established fact, concluded not only by him, but also by all other previous Akaris. Therefore there is no need of further evidence. The reader may consult Srila Prabhupada's purport to this verse for a detailed explanation of the chanting of the holy name of the Lord and the offenses to be avoided in such chanting. In the Vaisnavas in Tamani there is the following statement. Agagatsmaranam visnurbhavayasena sadhyayat asthaspandanamatrina kurdanam tutatovaram. 
Although capable of destroying all sins, the remembrance of Lord Vishnu is achieved only with extraordinary effort. On the other hand, one may perform Krishnakirtana simply by moving one's lips, and thus this process is superior. Srila Jivagasvami has also quoted the following verse. Yena Janma Sateh Purvam Vasudavah Samarsatah Tanmuk Harinamani Satatisthenti Bharata. O descendant of Bharata, the holy names of Lord Visnu are always vibrating in the mouth of one who has previously worshipped Vasudeva perfectly for hundreds of lifetimes. The same idea is conveyed in the Srimad Bhagavatam. By Srimati Devahuti in her statement to her son, Kapila. Ahobatis Vaspako to Giriyan Yajjivagravartit Nama Tabhayam Tapas Tapas Tejuhuva Sasnar Ariya Brahmanukar Nama Granati Yite. Oh, how glorious are they whose tongues are chanting your holy name. Even if born in the families of dog eaters, such persons are worshipable. Persons who chant the holy name of your lordship must have executed all kinds of austerities and fire sacrifices and achieved all the good manners of the Aryans. To be chanting the holy name of your lordship, they must have bathed at holy places of pilgrimage, studied the Vedas and fulfilled everything required. SB 3.33.7 Therefore, Srila Jivagasvami has concluded that it is possible to perform Kirtana equally in all ages. In Kali Yuga, however, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, by His causeless mercy, personally induces the living entities to take the holy name. Back to the note of Akira has thus quoted the Lord, as follows. In a Chia Sanhvi Maya Nisibara Laji Harinama Matamadra Lao Tumi Majai. O conditioned souls who are foolishly sleeping on the lap of the witch Maya, I have brought an excellent medicine to cure the disease of your illusion. This medicine is called Harinama. It is my holy name, and by taking this medicine you will get all perfection in life. Therefore, I sincerely request you to please take this medicine that I have personally brought for you. In verse 32 of this chapter it was stated, Yajne Sankirtana Prayer Yajanti Hai According to Srila Jivagasvami the words Sankirtana Praya, which mean mainly by the process of Sankirtana, indicate that, although other processes such as deity worship may be performed to some extent in Kali Yuga, such processes, in order to be successful, must be favorably connected with the chanting of the holy names of the Lord. One who is performing worship of the Krishna deity should know that the most essential part of such deity worship is constant chanting of the holy names of the Lord. On the other hand, one who has perfectly chanted the holy name of the Lord need not depend on other processes, as expressed in the following famous mantra. Haranama Haranama Haranameva Kemlam Kalam Nasti Eva Nasti Eva Nasti Eva Gadir Inilfa. Left square bracket CC. Addy 17.21 right square bracket. In this age of Kali there is no alternative, there is no alternative, there is no alternative for spiritual progress other than the holy name, the holy name, the holy name of the Lord. Brahannaradaya Purana 38.126 As proved by all of these evidences, the statement in the Bhagavatam, Kalim Sanhajanti Araya, that spiritually advanced persons worship the age of Kali due to the facilities offered in this age by the Lord is not at all contradictory. At the end of verse 40 in this chapter it is stated, Prayal back to Bhagavati Vasudis Mulasaya, in general those who are able to regularly drink the waters of the holy rivers of South India will be pure-hearted devotees of Lord Vasudeva. The word praya, or in general indicates that those who are offensive to the Lord's devotees, although claiming themselves to be devotees, are not included within the list of Mulasaya, or pure-hearted souls. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Sirasvati Thakura has pointed out that one should not be bewildered by seeing the apparently poverty-stricken condition of the inhabitants of South India. Even nowadays the inhabitants of the places mentioned in this verse generally spend their days with meter eating and clothing and live as great renounced devotees of the Supreme Lord. In other words, clothes do not make the man to live as a polished animal, dressing oneself luxuriously and gratifying the tongue with rich foodstuffs, is not the actual symptom of an advanced transcendentalist. Although the residents of South India are generally Sri Vaisnavas, or devotees in the Lakshmi Sampradaya, they are recognized as devotees of the Lord by the followers of Ketanaya Mahaprabhu. According to Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Sirasvati Thakura, their austere living conditions should be taken as a good qualification, not a disqualification. SB 11.5.41 Text 41 
Text. Devar Sibutaptan Ranan Petranam Makin Carol Nahum Ranika Rajan Sarvatmana Yahsaranam Saranayam Gatom Yukundam Pirataiakardam. Word for word meanings. Diva of the demigods, Rasi of the sages, Buddha of ordinary living entities, Apta of friends and relatives, Nranam of ordinary men, Petranam of the forefathers, Nanat, Kankarah the servant, Nat, Nor, Am, this one, Rani, debtor, Kath, also, Rajan, O King, Sarvaatmana, with his whole being, Yah, a person who, Saranam, shelter, Saraniam, the supreme personality of Godhead, who, Affords shelter to all, Gaga, approached, Mukundam, Mukunda, Purataya, giving up, Kardam, duties. Translation. O King, one who has given up all material duties and has taken full shelter of the lotus feet of Mukunda, who offers shelter to all, is not indebted to the demigods, great sages, ordinary living beings, relatives, friends, mankind or even one's forefathers who have passed away. Since all such classes of living entities are part and parcel of the Supreme Lord, one who has surrendered to the Lord's service has no need to serve such persons separately. PURPORT One who has not fully surrendered to the devotional service of the Lord undoubtedly has many material duties to perform. Every ordinary conditioned soul is the recipient of innumerable benefits given by the demigods, who provide sun and moonshine, rain, wine, food and, ultimately, one's own material body. In Bhagavad Gita it is stated, Stina Eva Sah, left square bracket BG 3.12 right square bracket 1 who does not reciprocate with the demigods by offering them sacrifice is Stina, or a thief. Similarly, other living entities such as cows are providing us with innumerable delicious and nutritious foodstuffs. When we wake up in the morning our mind is refreshed by the sweet singing of birds, and on a hot day we enjoy the cool shade and breeze of the forest trees. We are accepting service from innumerable living entities, and we are obligated to repay them. Apta means one's own family members, to whom one is certainly obligated according to normal morality, and Nranam means human society. Until one becomes a devotee of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one is certainly a product of his society. We receive mundane education, culture, tradition and protection from the society in which we live, and thus we owe a great debt to society. Of course, our debt to society is not simply to the present order but to all of our forefathers and ancestors who carefully preserved moral and social customs, so that we, their descendants, could live peacefully. Therefore the word Petronum, or forefathers, indicates our debt to previous generations. In fact, the members of the Krishna Consciousness Society are sometimes criticized by materialistic persons for giving too much attention to Krishna rather than working to fulfill all of the above-mentioned obligations. In reply to this, the Bhagavatam, 4.31.14, states, If one waters the root of a tea, automatically all of the branches, twigs, leaves, etc., are also nourished. There is no need, for, nor any effectiveness in, separately pouring water on the branches, twigs and leaves of a tree. The water has to be placed on the root. Similarly, pranapataraktayuthendriyanam, food must be placed in the stomach, from, where it is automatically distributed to all of the limbs of the body. It is foolish to try to nourish the whole body by rubbing food separately on all the bodily limbs. Similarly, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, is the source of all existence. Everything is emanating from Krishna, everything is maintained by Krishna, and at the end, everything will merge to rest in Krishna. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, is the Supreme Benefactor, Friend, Protector and Well-Wisher of every living entity, and if he is satisfied, then automatically the whole world will become satisfied, just as all of the bodily limbs are strengthened and satisfied, when food is duly remitted to the stomach. The example can be given that a man who is working as the personal secretary to a great king has no further obligation to petty minor kings. Undoubtedly an ordinary person has many obligations within this material world. But according to Bhagavad Gita, Mayavagahitan it is actually the Supreme Lord who is giving all benedictions. For example, one receives one's body by the mercy of one's parents. However, sometimes we find that a particular man or woman may become impotent at a given moment. Sometimes a deformed child is born, and sometimes a child is born dead. Often the sexual act fails to produce pregnancy at all. 
So, although all parents desire a beautiful, highly qualified child, this is often not the case. Thus it can be understood that ultimately it is by the mercy of the Supreme Lord that a man and woman are able to produce a child by the sexual act. It is by the Lord's mercy that the man's seminal injection is potent and the woman's ovum is fertile. Similarly, it is only by the mercy of the Lord that the child is born in a healthy condition and reaches physical maturity to pursue his own life. If at any stage in the evolution of a human being the Lord's mercy is withdrawn, sudden death or crippling disease occurs. The demigods are also not independent. The words Pirtiacardum, giving up other duties, indicate that one should give up any concept that the demigods are separate from Krishna. It is clearly stated in Vedic literature that the d-